Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Fred Flights is here, former deputy assistant and chief of staff of the National Security Council in the Trump administration. He's former president of the Center for Security Policy, and he's currently vice chair of the America First Policy Institute Center for American uh, Security. Fred, uh, welcome, buddy. Um, Good to be here. Give us an update. I mean, I'm reading your piece in Newsmax. I thought I'd lost it, but I found it. And um, the, the, the IAEA, which is the governing body here, is um, dissatisfied with Iran, censured Iran. So why are the Bidens still talking to Iran about a new deal? That's what's so crazy to me. It, you know, it's crazier than it even seems. The IAEA passed a very mild resolution censuring Iran. It, call, it expressed profound concern about Iran's insufficient substantive cooperation with the IEA's efforts to investigate evidence of covert nuclear weapons work. And we learned about that because the Israelis stole all kinds of documents from the Iranians in 2018, and the Iranians won't explain this stuff. So this resolution passed. Iran responded by retaliating, by pulling out IAEA monitoring cameras and turning on centrifuge machines that will let it make uranium fuel even faster. So, so how did the Biden administration respond? National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said that Iran's issues with the IAEA are in a separate track than our effort to negotiate a new deal. That means we're just going to ignore Iran's violation of the old deal and its race towards a nuclear weapon because the Obama people are obsessed with negotiating a new deal. Why? First of all, when did Jake Sullivan say this? He said it on Friday. Wow. It, this is in a Wall Street Journal ed- editorial. Wow. I, I, look, I don't understand any of this. What, what benefit could possibly accrue from a deal with Iran? We know they lie, cheat, steal. They're the biggest terrorists in the region. What in the world do the Bidens think they're going to accomplish with a deal? That's what I've never understood. And now with this uh, IAEA stuff, I mean, I, I don't get it, Fred. Well, you, you know, it was a bad deal, and President Trump was right to pull out of it. He called it the worst deal ever. It had weak verification. It didn't handle cover missiles, which are, are Iran's nuclear weapon delivery system. And Iran was cheating on it. We know it was cheating on it. A lot of this, Larry, is the fact that Trump withdrew. And the Biden administration resents that. The left resents that. They think the nuclear deal was a great achievement of Obama. And they just won't consider incredibly credible evidence that this is a bad deal and Iran's been cheating. It, it, they're just, they, they have blinders on. All they want to do is to reverse something that President Trump did and restore an Obama accomplishment. And they would give Iran a couple of hundred billion dollars a year? A couple of hundred billion and would they lift the sanctions, the economic sanctions, which have hurt Iran? 
uh, Iran will get greater access to nuclear technology, at least $90 billion in sanctions relief, $7 billion in cash. But the one requirement Iran is demanding is that they want sanctions lifted from the Revolutionary Guard Corps, which is mm-hmm. the organization that runs their terrorism. They want them taken off the terrorist list. And the mm-hmm. Biden administration was considering doing that until – Uh, President Biden recently said he won't do it, but frankly, I I don't believe it. I think they will find some clever way of saying they're not taking the Revolutionary Guard off the list, but they'll actually take them off the list. Fred, any deal with Iran would undermine the Abraham Accords, would it not? Uh, I think that this it is definitely going to hurt the Abraham Accords and, 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 and a related development making this worse. The Israelis said you cannot have a consulate for the Palestinians in Jerusalem. Hmm. Well, we opened up something that is a consulate in Jerusalem this past week, but we're calling it something else. Uh, you know, this is going to make this is going to increase Iran's influence in the region. It's alienating the Israelis. It's alienating all the Gulf states. The Saudis don't want another nuclear deal with Iran. They didn't like the last one. So I think that's exactly right. And I'm reading in various uh, reports, Fred Flights, that. Um the Saudis are getting together with Israel on their own and that they're sharing. First of all, they're meeting. Second of all, they're sharing intelligence. And third of all, they're talking about, you know, some kind of pact or deal that would enhance trade and investment between the two countries. In other words, it's as though Israel and the Saudis are working by themselves without Biden administration to continue the Abraham Accords. I mean, are those reports accurate? Incredibly, the Saudis are meeting with the Israelis. And even though the Biden administration doesn't like the Abraham Accords and tried to stop even using that term, Mm. uh, fortunately, the states in the region, they are still committed to this effort to to improve relations with Israel and recognize Iran as the principal threat. But making Iran more influential and powerful through this nuclear deal, that's going to upset the whole apple cart. So where do you think this so-called deal stands right now? You know, you read it goes hot, it blows cold, it blows hot. How is it blowing right now? I think the most significant development was a Senate resolution by Jim Lankford that passed with 66 votes in favor, Mm. condemning not just the deal, but Biden's Iran diplomacy and demanding that the agreement be submitted for uh, review by Congress. I think that has actually caused the Biden administration to back down on this. I mean, there were so many Democrats. I think 14 Democrats voted against something the Biden administration wants to do, which is, you know, as you know, that's almost unheard of. Mm. Uh, Schumer voted against it also. Mm. And and Democrats who support the Biden administration, they tried to stop Langford. He said he'd stop the work of the Senate if he didn't get a vote on this. Mm. I'm hopeful that Iran is being so unreasonable and the Biden administration is so politically weak, they're just going to go ahead and keep this in limbo. There'll be talks forever, but there won't be an agreement. And, you know, while Biden is, you know, finally got around to attacking Vladimir Putin and even saying that Putin should go, uh, Russians were negotiating uh, in this Iranian deal, and we, and, we, and we were negotiating with the Russian negotiators? Iran has refused to meet with us directly. <laughs> And we said, well, that's okay. So we're in another hotel in Vienna. All the other delegations, including the Russians, the Chinese, and the Europeans, they're in a a, a different hotel with the Iranians. 
And the Russian ambassador has become the chief interlocutor between us and the Iranians, and they've used that to influence the agreement, to get an agreement that's not just positive for Iran, but it's positive for Russia. It, it's, it's just insane that, <laughs> that we were relying on the Russians to negotiate a nuclear deal with Iran. What do you think about that, Fred Flights? Former Na- your former national security advisor. What What do you think about? It? I mean, in- putting politics aside, okay? We don't like Biden. I understand that, but just in general principle terms, what do you think of that? The incompetence of this administration is just staggering. <laughs> we should never have joined talks if the Iranians wouldn't meet with us. Let's just start there. It just went downhill, and I mean, the Russians are also collaborating with the Chinese to come up with a deal. But the Russian ambassador once said. This is better than I ever thought I'd get for Iran. It, it's, it's just gross incompetence. It starts at the top. It starts with foreign policy advisors who should not be there, Blinken and Sullivan, don't know what they're doing. If Biden's going to fix his foreign policy, you and I want him to do that because we want him to keep their nation safe. He has to bring in men and women of experience and gravitas and get rid of these people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah, see, that's you're exactly right. That's the part that hurts the most for me, okay? I am not a follower of Joe Biden. I do not agree with his woke policies on the economy. I think he's bungled national security. Having said all that, Fred Flights, you're right. You know, he is the American president, right? And so people look at this abroad, and it looks terrible. And so that damages America, and that damages our reputation. That's the part of this, I think, that hurts the most. I mean, I hope sincerely you're right. Uh, the Iranian uh, deal m- may be dead. By the way, this guy Sullivan, you know, he's like a Hillary advance man. He was one of the people selling the Trump-Russia collusion arguments, you know, that surfaced in the Durham investigations. But That's now, right. is Blinken better? Is he better than uh, Sullivan? No, he's just as bad. I've known Blinken for a long time. He was a staff member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He was a hack when I knew him. Yeah. He, uh, Biden should get rid of him, get rid of Sullivan. Hire Leon Panetta, Bob Gates, uh, Chris Coons. There's lots of Democrats out there who you and I might not like, but we would respect them for having leadership and vision and a backbone to stand up to Biden when he asks him to do something that makes no sense. No, I like, you know, uh, you mentioned Chris Coons. Um, he was a fairly moderate guy. Put him in the State Department. You know, I've watched him and listened to him. He's, he's better than the rest of these guys they got. And he is a pal of Biden's. I don't know why. I mean, it's astonishing to me, Fred, after the catastrophe in Afghanistan, and they're always, you know, a dollar short and a day late in the Ukraine. No changes have been made in the national security uh, structure. That's the thing. No changes have been made. Give you the last word. Well, you work for President Trump. Don't you think if that happened to him, people would have been fired? Yes, heads would have rolled. Heads would have rolled. I mean, that's exactly right. Heads would have rolled. I might not like all the head rolling, but heads would have rolled. (laughs) (laughs) You're terrific. Fred Flights, thank you for the update. We appreciate it very, very much.